I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My name is Ott and this is On Air. Good thing we're pre-recording. My name is Ott, and this is Dead Air. Yo! Hi, guys. <laughs> what, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. that's what happens when I do the show. Basically, I'll come on <laughs> camera, and then I go off camera. Nice. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. So. Um, hi, welcome back to Dead Air, everybody. Welcome to the season three premiere yeah. of Dead Air. We've been away for a while, so we figured, you know, first episode of the season... Let's do something a little bit special. Woo, very, yeah. very special. Yeah. So um, you, uh, you know us. If you don't, this handsome gentleman over here. I'm Kyle. And I'm Wayne. Uh, we're the co-creators of Ghost Maps. And clearly we're also the host of Dead Air. Um, even though we didn't do the intro this time. Yep. We, we had somebody else do the intro. <laughs> Thank um, you. It's yeah. an honor. I um, can do it many, many times. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ut. This is Kyle. This is Wayne. Welcome to Dead Air. Awesome. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we, yeah, I changed it up. I like that yeah, one. Changed I, yeah, it up, yeah, I changed it up. I like so, how how intense that one yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really getting across the scares for that one. Um, yes. Yeah, so this is uh, just in case you missed <laughs> yep. um, the first two introductions. Um, most of you who are watching this should know who Art is. If you don't, don't worry. We will have the we will have a proper introduction. Um, Art is an actor, presenter, and creator. He was one of the longest-running VJs on MTV, MTV Asia hosting shows like MTV Asia Hitless, MTV Most Wanted, and Bangkok Jam from the late 90s to the early 2000s. He starred in numerous Singaporean and Thai productions such as After Hours, Califair, and Fathers. In 2004, Art became one of the most recognizable faces of Southeast Asian horror as the host of the long-running Singaporean anthology series, Incredible Tales. Incredible Tales. Incredible very Tales. incredible indeed. <laughs> um, how are you doing this evening, man? I'm doing very good. I feel very comfortable in, uh, in this space. I feel it's safe. Really? That's good. Yeah, yeah That's your, good. Your, your place is safe. Awesome. This, this place we're in is Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm. I'm really. Uh, it's like it's really exciting to have a conversation with the both of you, Thanks, and it's good you. to be back in Singapore. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. When was the last time you were here? Um, I was here like a month back, so oh, wow. it hasn't been that long. Um, but uh, given the um, the month back that I was here, yeah. I was away for years, like pre COVID. Oh, wow. yeah. oh wow. Yeah. So. Um, it's Singapore always has a special place in my heart because yeah. it was a you know basically a second home for me for over a decade. Yeah, having lived here, and also all the stories, all the <laughs> incredible amount of stories that I would get from everyone, and to the point that sometimes I would get lost in the process because sometimes I'll take like a random um, cab home and then I'll have uncle, you know, sharing his stories, going like, "My wife came to see me last night." 
I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, quite sweet. You know, auntie yeah. came to see, like, you know, uncle. And he goes, she died five years ago. Man. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> when, and then it's like, I, I then I'm like, why, why, is, why is uncle telling me this? And then I realized that, um, you know, through the fall, um, through Incredible Tales, right. you start to connect to people. Yeah. And, uh, and people all have stories. Either they have stories from other people or they have their own personal stories. Yeah. See, I was going to ask, did he know you from Incredible Tales or is he just randomly telling you? No, he, he knew me from Incredible nice. Tales. Nice. Uh, that, he, I mean, he went much deeper than that. But yeah. I mean, like he opened up the conversation by saying my wife came to see me. Ah. So I'm like, oh, okay, quite sweet. And then, oh, she left me five years ago. And I'm like, Oh, and then he went into the whole story and, oh. and, and it was like really sweet. Mm. It was really sweet as to like, you know, the time they were together and then like um, she passed away and then, you know, she came to visit him. Wow, so I so. started to realize how strong um, yeah. uh, conversations in, in, in regards to the paranormal or the supernatural or spirits or like, you know, that world is for people, okay. how it brings people together. Yeah, I think especially in Southeast Asia, doesn't it? It, yeah. it? It's almost like something that people can bond over. Yeah. Almost like a shared kind of part of our culture. Well, I think like we had this conversation, called yep. how like over here in Asia, um, basically it's a bit different in terms of like, you know, um, the stories that are told or, or experiences in, in Asia because I, I feel the we have so many different types of religions and yeah. cultures that's embedded in the experiences of mm. people um, having these experiences of like seeing spirits or having stories. It's, it's very different from the Western world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But speaking of bonding, this episode would not have happened without our very super loyal listener, Heather. Just have to shout out there, Heather. <laughs> Heather, right? Heather, thank you for making this happening. Right? And also, I have to do my signature. Oh God. Tiger, <laughs> please sponsor us, Tiger. I, I just have water today, so that's... He has yeah. coffee, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah coffee. we're set. We're set. We're good. Um, no, it's nice to hear you talk about this kind of stuff, man, because, like, people watch you on Incredible Tales and, you know, they'll assume, oh, he's the host, so it's a gig. But clearly, like, you care about these kind of things. These things mean something to you as well. Yeah, well, I think it's an extension of having been with MTV and um, just my personality, um, the core of my personality. I just like to connect with people. I think yeah. um, the reason why I've been able to have this career and be on different platforms is being able to, at the end of the day, is just to be able to um, to have that interaction. Yeah. And I think Incredible Tales with the with the mouse seasons that we've done, um, it's just an extension of being able to connect to people and their stories yeah. at, at another level. Yeah. Um, there's a whole new other level. There's an emotional level to it. Yeah. I, I know, I know like we can like tell stories um, and, you know, especially when like, you know, when you're younger or like you're, even when you're older, you come together, you tell friends and you just want to freak friends out. Yeah. But I think the emotional, um, uh, emotional part of it is like when people have lost Mm. And then mm. they have personal experiences of it. And I feel those are endearing um, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like one of my, my most favorite episodes of Incredible Tales is the first season, The Bus Driver. Mm. Wow. When I watched it for the first time, I almost teared. It's, it's really mm. heartwarming. It's basically a simple story about yeah. like a bus driver having a wife and the wife passed on and he continues to drive the night bus because it's the bus that ferries the dead, yeah. which yeah. is like so sweet. And then he, she's like sitting oh, right God. beside him. Yeah. Yeah. Then oh my that's god. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I remember that one. Yeah. And you know what? After entering f the film industry, I met the director, and he's now kind of a friend. And I wow. told him like, you, "Yeah, your story is like 
because that story stood out for you as yes, an audience. Yes, it's yeah. emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but um, I mean, we'll we'll get back to this in a little bit. Just we wanted to like just lay a bit of the groundwork. So like, for the longest time, you were in MTV. So when, how, and when did that transition take place from MTV into Incredible Tales? Um, the interesting thing about Incredible Tales it was pretty much parallel um, right. because. At the time, um, I would be in and out of Singapore modeling, um, mm-hmm. and I did go into MediaCorp for like castings and everything. Yeah. And at the same time, um, my um, my hosting for MTV was a different like route. Right. So um, Daisy Irani mm-hmm. was with um, with MediaCorp at the time, and she was um, doing a search for a, a host for Incredible Tales. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I look back and I um, I remember how my accent was really. I had a really strong accent back back then, mm-hmm. and I remember um, the feedback was like, I don't, you know, we we don't know if this guy would. This guy is fit to do incredible tales for the local market because it's like he sounds like an angmo, and then Daisy's like, I don't know, I like him, I want mm-hmm. him. He this there's something about him, um, and for myself, I never thought that we would be doing a show that would last so many different seasons yeah. um, because like for me it's like me taking the um, the music route um, basically that was a huge passion of mine so I just thought okay well this is kind of interesting and something different let's try it out and I remember like the first season we eventually when it took off and um, and media corp approved uh, the bosses approved um, I did struggle with pronouncing a lot of uh, local, you know, local mm. names, terminology, streets, and everything. Yeah. Um, very different after you know the seasons passed, but that was like things I struggled with in the beginning. And I look back, and I'm 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 just in awe of how like um, Daisy had vision of the show yeah. because she knew that the show would take off and how it would connect to people, and how she stuck to her gut and then mm. kept me um, on board. Yeah, we. I mean, we were just talking about it before um, we started rolling. Before you arrived, we was just saying like, we were trying to figure out how many how many seasons were there. Like off the top of our head, we couldn't remember. We we're like, it 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 feels like you know, like it it either has been, it feels like it is too few, or there's been like more than we thought, but always in a good way. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's funny because I can remember the seasons by like my haircut, because <laughs> it's like it's like, <laughs> it's like different seasons. Like, you know, I would th- during the F four period, my hair like I had really ha- bushy, lots of hair, and then I, it's like it's interesting when I look back at the different seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, like did so, just wanted to ask, like, did you have an interest in? the supernatural before this or well we we had like a this we had a long discussion off camera um for the longest time that i was hosting uh, incredible tales i had to be sort of like you know neutral about my stand about um, my belief my real Mm -hmm. belief because of course it's like we couldn't the um being the host and sort of like you know um the person who's fronting the um the series the producers and the uh, the people the people behind it didn't want us want me to allude whether it's true or not yeah. because at the end of the day um, it's for like the audience to kind of come right. up with their own opinions whether you know it's a figment of like an imagination or if it's something that it's that it's true yeah but um, now that it's been many seasons yes. and now that like you know um, I can you know I can share my personal um, my personal experiences on it. It's like, for me, I've always had like sort of like a third eye, like yeah. a, a, a special sense. 
ever since I was young. So for me, these stories had like a different meaning to me because I do believe that in, I do believe that these stories do have truths in in them. It's just like during the time that um, I was doing, you know, the press for it, I I didn't really open up about my true um, experiences, which I am now on dead air. On dead air, yeah. Um, I actually did want to ask you that. so when did you when did you realize that you had to die? I don't think it's one of the, those things where like you wake up and you realize you have it, because I think it's always been sort of part of like right. It's it was part of of life, you know. Yeah. Like I would I would have um, either experiences like w- with dreams or like when I would go to places, I would kind of feel uneasy. It was just kind of it just came. It just was a part of me. Right. But I think it just kind of grew stronger as I grew older. Did you did you realize like did you think to yourself like oh well you know other people probably have this it's not just no I think I wasn't um I didn't really have a like a realization of it until like I was much older like right. you know I didn't really um kind of uh, you know kind of pick um picked up picked out on it uh, picked which sorry I didn't really focus on whether or not other people were having the same experiences. Right. I was more or less, oh, I have this experience. This is kind of strange. Mm. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So would, would you say, is it a thing that uh, your family members have or is it just you? Um, it's interesting. Um, I never really had like a conversation with my family, but uh, my, my dad has it. Um, my dad would kind of say things here and there, but we never really like, you know, connected um, about having the sense or being able to have like a third eye or having a third eye until much older. It's like, mm. I kind of picked up on, I, I think it's kind of one of those things, like it's always been there. My dad always had it, but I just had the realize, realization that my dad has the same experience of me as I got older. Mm. My mom doesn't have it mm-hmm. at all. It's like, um, I'm like, there's this, there's, you know, I'm a prankster too, like by, um, yeah. you know, by heart. That's like ever since <laughs> I was little. So it's like, you know, um, around the house and stuff, we've always had like, you know, stuff that will freak people out. You right. know, I always collected like, like really deranged stuff, you know, like dolls and, uh, and like, the like creepy dolls, creepy dolls, like nice. creepy dolls, anything <laughs> like, you know, on uh, Friday 13th, like, you know, <laughs> dolls or like Freddy Krueger. Like, I, 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 it's weird. There's like the irony of it is like on one side of it, I have this experience mm. yeah. and it freaks the hell out of me. On the other side of it, I'm collecting all this, sh- you know, all yeah. this stuff. I'm going to say all this shit, but uh, all this stuff. Um, and um, and it's funny because like when friends would come or like yep. like um, random people coming over, they would be like, "What the? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what are you like? Are you deranged? Like, you know, why why do you collect all this stuff?" And it got like kind of like when I grew when I got older, I would make uh, paper mache like you know um, mm. dummies that look like real people, put it in the bathroom and stuff. Um, yeah, and it would just freak people out. My like. I shared with Kyle how um, like my mom doesn't bat an eye because it's like I can have something freaky and then mm. my mom will walk in and she goes to say, oh, and then she walks out. Yeah. My dad's like, oh, <laughs> you know, I could hear him like screaming. <laughs> He'll be like, a lie, you know, which means like, what? What's in here? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. It must have been so fun sharing sharing a home with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more calm now. Okay. So, yeah. 
I mean, like, so, like you said, like you've got this side of you that that you know has the third eye, and at the same time, you're collecting you know Friday the Thirteen dolls and and making paper mache figures and putting them in the toilet, freaking people out. Yeah. Like, do you think one side of it like kind of influenced the other? Do you think? No, I think it's two different. To- two mm. different to- wow. to- mm. totally different sides <laughs> i think i'm connecting it now as i'm talking to the both of you that like yeah. oh that's kind of it's kind of strange yeah but now i look at it yeah it's i guess like i compartmentalize the side where okay i have these experiences this is like i'm in tune with a whole different uh level of uh supernatural paranormal experiences that other people don't have yeah. i think as i i've i i grew um, grew up, I realized not everyone has that, right. that experience. And then on the other side, the prankster and just, you know, happy-go-lucky, having fun <laughs> and just like, you know, that side is like, I just realized, oh, wow, I'm, I've always been drawn to like, yeah. you know, strange things. Oh, wow. There's always a pattern. Yeah. Like oh, people really? who are into horror, there's always a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, is in film school, I always meet like really macabre stuff. Like, not really horror, like things about true crime and all, but people will see it until you see it yourself. Like, I don't know, Wayne, what about you? Um, like I've told the story several times on this and like um, my, I think my interest in horror, it, it kind of came about more because of Kyle, but I think it's also got that foundation of when I was like six, my brother made me watch The Exorcist and he didn't tell me it was a horror movie. Oh, yeah <laughs> and it was only about halfway through that i realized because he told me it was like the terminator so i just thought oh cool robots <laughs> it was about halfway through and i realized there are no robots in this so i think yeah i think i think there's that there's that underlying level of the macabre that kind of informs anybody yeah. who's like really associated with this i think i get along with your brother oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no definitely <laughs> definitely definitely I've, I've done a lot of that to friends <laughs> yeah. where it's like we're gonna go watch a romantic comedy. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the worst part is, I'm quite sure that's not the worst prank he's pulled on me. <laughs> so I, I think you and him will probably have a nice competition yeah. to see who could get away with worse. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's interesting to hear that that like you know th- these two separate paths, and yet you end up being one of the things you're most known for is yeah, yeah. Tales. Well, I, th- I think it's so interesting because it's like um, I'm. It took our conversation to realize how everything's all connected. And I, I told Kyle, like, during my time hosting Incredible Tales, even though we would be on so many different locations, so yeah. many uh, authentic locations um, in Singapore where, you know, there has been history in, yeah. in those places, but I've never really had any type of experience um, other than knowing where whether it felt uneasy or not yeah um, whereas in um, in in my personal everyday life uh, I you know going to places staying in hotels going to somewhere somewhere foreign mm-hmm. I would have these intense experiences but I never really had that on incredible tales I've, I've only had it once which I shared which um, at one point in time my um, my brother was w- with me. Um, mm-hmm. He had um, he came back from uh, the states, came to visit me, and he just came off of because um, he was in the U.S. Army. Right. He was second lieutenant um, off the war in Afghanistan. Oh wow! And then we were on, but the the experience didn't happen on lo- location. Um, he was with me for that duration of me shooting Incredible Tales, 
And then so we stayed in the ho- in the same hotel because I think at the time I had gone back to Thailand. Right. So I was being flown back to shoot the hosting links and um, and just to finish off that season of the show. So one of the nights that we came back on from set when we were sleeping, um, for some it was real, really strange because we both. I was really tired because like mm. usually when we shoot, we shoot every single day, and it's like in the m- morning till night, different right. locations, three, four locations a, a day, and then by the time we, you know, by, by that time, uh, by the end of the day, I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm just maxed out, and in the middle of the night, I think what had happened was, um, I started to get possessed, um, and. Usually, when it happens, I feel like a heaviness upon me, and then, um, but but with this one, it was quite different because I think I felt transported because I was no longer in my own like right. in my own body, like something kind of took over, um, and then I think I was mumbling and speaking in tongues, and the next thing I knew, I was like I, I I I actually. Um, I was sleeping and then it's like I got up and I was sitting and I remember staring at my brother, um, but it w- I wasn't myself. I I look back and I remember exactly what was happening, mm-hmm. but when it was happening, I didn't know. So it was like I saw him like up against the wall, just calling out my name like over and over and over. And then he, like it's, it's funny because... I mentioned how he just came off from the army, yeah. the war. So you, like he's like twice the size as me. You know, you have this like huge guy, but he's up against the wall and he has a phone like this. You know, like, like you know, like stay away from me, stay away from me. It's like, and he's, you know, I, he, I think he's trying to snap me out of it. Right. Um, and he just kept on calling my name, my name, my name. But I remember in the moment, I just wanted to like, uh, just wanted to go strangle him. You know. Wow. Um, and then I, um, for, it took me some time and I snapped out of it. It took him to call my name over and over and over and I snapped out of it. And then, and then he's just like, he goes, you're freaking me out. You know, what, what just happened? You're freaking me out. And I think I realized why he had the phone because he, he actually recorded it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was freaked out, but I was so tired. You have to understand. It's like, I was physically tired yeah. because of the shoot. And I was physically tired because um, when every time I have these um, experiences, it takes so much energy out of you. Yeah. So I was, I think I, I just had, I felt like I, I had everything knocked out of me and I couldn't process what was happening and I just wanted to sleep. That's the only thing I wanted to do. So as much as I was freaked out, but I think he was more freaked out and I just wanted to go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep. He couldn't sleep, obviously. And then I went back into another, uh, it, I went back into another possession. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, um, it was really strange and it turns out that, um, the next day we had to shoot at a Thai temple in Singapore, um, which is very uh, ironic. And what was strange about that experience was the monk um, as I was doing my links and everything, and my brother wouldn't come into the temple at all. Hmm. He didn't want to come into the temple. And I remember the monk specifically saying that there's there's a spirit that is revolving around you. Tell your brother to come into the temple. I was like, 
<laughs> it was like it, it was you specifically you i was in and out he but was he was pointing to you the spirit was on you he said there you have a spirit lingering around you, you. Oh. tell your um he goes tell your family member he needs to come in to see me oh. and like um pr- prior to that my brother would always stay away from like you know any religious right. um you know places and then for some reason i didn't have a chance to go talk to him because mm. you know I was just like, you know, you know, yeah. um, shooting around. The next thing I knew during our break, he's in the temple talking to the monk. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, and it turns out that the spirit was because um, I guess what the monk was saying is that it was my brother who's attracting uh, the, the spirits oh. because he's sort of like in a, not in a good place. Right. And he's attracting the wrong energies, and these energies are coming, are attached, you know, somehow like you know, attaching through me as in like sort of some form of medium. Um, so yeah. that's the only experience I've had in the whole entire um, shooting process of Incredible Tales, and it wasn't even in regards to Incredible Tales or any of the reenactments or the stories we we're telling. Mm. There's just this so happened to be our own uh, personal experiences and i think what what happened there was like because you know um my my brother um he suffers from ptsd because of of the war of like of things that he experienced yeah so obviously when you go through so much you see so many you see and experience deaths yeah um and deaths that come in all different types of forms Mm. um you're going to attract energies yep so um i mean because of that, I kind of understood. And I think because of my sixth sense and um, my experiences ever since I was young, it's easy for spirits or energies to connect to me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so so what I understood after um, seeing the monk, and he did like a little um, cleansing for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he told my brother that he, my brother need to do some, um, some sort of ritual for the spirit i have to do it as well because you know um it's a restless spirit yeah. not um a very restless spirit so like you know that was an experience that we've had that to this day my brother will not sleep with me <laughs> he will not sleep in the same room for obvious with reasons me. right <laughs> you tried <laughs> to strangle him the last time <laughs> Did you did you see what? Because you said your brother was pointing your phone at you. Did you see? The uh, yeah, we. I saw it. Um, I, it was like pretty freaky, and um, to this day, I don't know where the footage is. Well, I mean, it's probably for the best. Yeah, it, the best. Uh, it, it was like it was interesting. It's like the irony of seeing that footage mm. in the midst of shooting incredible tales. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this, here's like <laughs> this is a true incredible tales as 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 it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I have a story right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I did tell the producer, like, you know, because the producers were with us, they were so, you know, um, you know, I shared with the producers and they were pretty freaked out as well. So where, where did it happen in Singapore? Yeah, this is in Singapore. So, so, so you guys were not staying in your place, right? Was it, was it, was it, were, were you staying at your place or was it like a hotel? It was a hotel. Ah, okay. No, I'm, I'm asking my friend off camera, were, were you part of that? Did you remember that? No, right? Does it sound familiar? Not this one? Okay, okay. all right. Yeah. I have so many stories. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So many I'm sure. <laughs> so, so, so like, uh, after that happened, uh, you still went on to finish the, sh- basically the shoot, right? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, for me, it's like 
there's all these compartmentalization. Mm. So mm. it's kind of like I'm, of course, I'm affected by it. But then I, I you know, um, in terms of work and in terms of like, you know, we, we still need to move for yeah. move on with that. Um, and then being able to compartmentalize that, okay, that's this is like separate. It's taking a lot of energy out of me. Mm. Um, and you know and then this itself like we're continuing to tell <laughs> stories <laughs> so i this has never been shared this which, is like, which, oh, wow. which season oh my <laughs> god which which season let me go like let me go remember my haircut <laughs> that's, how, that's how i remember seasons um i need to get back to you on that one yeah you do realize now now everybody's going to be watching like they're going back and they're going to rewatch. Well, all the you know, it's, it's easy to find um, this season because you we just need to find the story that has a Thai temple. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, I vaguely recall. Um, I vaguely yeah. recall a Thai temple uh, episode. Like, so yeah. everybody's just gonna be like, "Is this the episode? I bet this is the episode." No, the year. You, if you can remember the year, then I can tell which season. It's I don't remember the year. Okay. I, I have to say that. Not, not off the bat right now. Yeah. That is next level professionalism right there. <laughs> after going through that the night before and then going to work and then like, yeah. not going to compartmentalize. And yeah, yeah. Oh. Now that you bring that up. Yes. yes. But yes. But do the producers actually like, you know, like on film sets, I'm, I'm not sure uh, for, for Thai film sets, but for Singapore film sets, when we do horror, we actually do pray. Yeah, we, um the, the crew, um because yeah. we're a mecca of all different um cultures yep. and nationalities and religions um it's it's always been really interesting doing incredible tales because like when we go to these places that we want to pay respect everyone is mm. paying respect in their own religion mm, yeah. and the, and i think that's the one thing that i've always been very drawn and um i felt so connected to singapore in the sense of how we're like a, it's really a melting pot mm, yeah. like you know on one road one stretch you have you can have a mosque you can have like a church you can yep. have like a temple yep. and um i think on um, that was an example of just having a crew mm. you know there was no um there was no separation or you know divide yeah. you know we're there we're all working and then we're paying respects in our own form and ways yeah and then we go to work yeah yeah that's this should be an example for this generation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I love how there's a lesson to all that as that well. Is, Very that nicely done. Supernatural has a lot of lessons. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah. Speaking of Supernatural, and now that we are on Incredible <laughs> Tales, right, we, we have some questions from your tons of fans. They send us a lot. So <laughs> I, I'm going to choose one from Firehorse77. Nice name. Which is your favorite Incredible Tales episode? You can only choose one. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice question. Start breaking it down by haircut first and then by episode. Oh gosh. My favorite one. Uh, well, okay. I don't, I think the one that stands out. Okay. I'll, I'll go back to the mic. <laughs> I need a second on this. <laughs> okay. I'm back. <laughs> I love the effect as well. The Um. I forgot, I don't remember the name of the story, but it's the story of how um, it's, it was shot at, it's a story that, that was at an HDB flat, how previously um, a young, uh, one, the young boy, a young boy had jumped over, um, not the balcony, but it's kind of like the, sort of like the portion of the HB flats where, um, mm. 
the common area mm. right yeah and then um and 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 was possessed or like i don't think they were able to um come up with the real reason why mm-hmm. but then i think years later a new family uh moved into the same flat and then their child did the same thing jump yeah oh i know that episode yeah uh, I think it's not a favorite episode. It's an episode where out of all the um, stories we told, I felt I felt not I felt connected in being emotional about that uh, mm, particular that, story. That, that being on kid. well, being because the things we we were on location, right. and I think we were probably at the actual um, vicinity of where it happened. Oh. So I kind of felt things you mm. know i kind of felt things i felt i felt emotional i think i felt emotional mm. for the family mm. who have lost and then felt for uh the children who actually passed away yeah. so um i would say i wouldn't use the word favorite but it's a definitely a standout um you know reenactment or story that we told that uh sticks out to this day yeah is it is it that episode where the mom wore it and then picked the kid made the kid walk, wear it and then they both jumped and then the next family that came yes. in and then he, he said that Coco wants me to be Superman and then he yeah. jumps yeah it's that one okay yeah. to be fair that flat is not very far from where we are <laughs> yes it's I, not, I, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. not review the location yeah. but yeah, um, it's, it's not, not very far at, well when you asked me I it every it's funny because everyone's like shh and Everything just, comes back, right? It comes back, yeah. and I just that came to mind. I'm like, I I don't think that's too far from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to the block. Yeah, I've been to the actual uni outside of the unit. Yeah, I remember going to the outside of the unit, and it has a plate. Uh, I think it was it's a Christian household. It's, it has some some quote from the Bible. The house of this, the the owner of this house or something is something quite. It, it sounds quite cryptic. Like right. it, it's like clearly they are trying to block off something yeah. because apparently to this day the urban legends are that on the specific day when they jumped you can still hear their wheels yeah wow. that's the I, I have goosebumps right now because yeah. it's like you know um we we've told so many stories in the different seasons that we've been able to um connect with people and that one st- you mm. know definitely stands out for me because it's real I think not just that, but like what you were saying, the emotion as well. I think a lot of people think of horror and they immediately think, ooh, scares. But yeah. that emotional connection really does, like it, it adds that layer to it. It does because it's like so many different levels of emotions that you're dealing with. Um, yeah. You're dealing with like, you know, when anytime when children are involved and, yeah. you know, they, they go way, they go before their time, it's mm-hmm. emotional. And then you think of how emotional it is for the people who have lost who are still alive. Yeah. And then you think of the whole level of the supernatural, paranormal, paranormal levels of that yeah. for that to happen. Like how strong the energies have to be for that to occur again, oh or f- how strong the energies have to be for a mother and child to do that. Yeah. You know, there's just so many layers of emotions over emotions. Yeah. It's quite messed up, actually. Yeah, yeah, but like. Like that's actually leading to our next question, right? Which is like, uh, you mentioned that you went on actual or like near to the whatever happened, right? So do you actually like get scared? Because you know that this is this is probably yeah. the haunted location. Yeah, of course. I think um, when we are in places that's 
very uneasy. Of course, you're going to go, um, you're going to feel uneasy being in those areas. But for me, it's like for me being uneasy, I probably have a much thicker skin than maybe an average person who doesn't have that experience because mm. I realize even as scared as I am, but um, like a person who isn't as, you know, um, mm. what you call it, experience, experience yeah, might experience. be even more scared. Yeah. Yeah. But most of the time, uh, I mean, you've you've started seeing things, right? When right. you were younger, like don't you get like desensitized to it, like disassociate? No, I don't think you can ever really get desensitized <laughs> to it. Um, I get more used to it. Yeah. I, you know, I can handle it better. Um, I don't have the experiences as much anymore because I think I'm more well equipped to know how to handle the experiences now than I used to be. And I think it comes from a lot of experience, a lot of like, you know, getting a lot of um, different types of mentors, uh, spiritual mm-hmm. mentors to kind of guide you how to um, be able to manage, uh, you know, spirits and entities and, and whatnot in the mm-hmm. right way. Mm-hmm. I, I actually want to pick up on that as well. Like, yeah. um, you were, I, I don't know what the proper term is, ordained or you, you um, as yes, a monk. Yeah. I, um, I did ordain as a monk um, yeah. back in Thailand. Yeah. Um, did that, like, I'm, I'm sure that must have not helped, but certainly added some layer to it and, I'm smiling because I'm gonna say no. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> not not at the time when I ordained. At that time, maybe if I ordained now, it be it would be different. I'd be probably more well equipped. But when I ordained that time, um, it was pretty heavy because leading to my ordainment, I've probably had the the most amount of experiences I've had oh, wow. in my life. Wow. Um, it was like right, left, left, right. I felt I was in a boxing match. Um, wow. It was really intense. To the point when I ordain, um, you, when you ordain, you you have like um, the senior um, teacher monk who looks after you, and mm-hmm. uh, and I, I would ask questions. I'm like I'm like you know I shared all these experiences with him, and I don't know why this is happening, and um, and he goes it's because they, you know these spirits energies they sense where you're going, right, and they're they're attaching onto you because they want you to. Uh, when you're on a level, a religious level, in the place to be able to bless and, you know, um, help them reach um, another, reach, go into another place yeah. of, a peace or calm or, or maybe they're, they're you're attracting them, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of put it in a sense where it's like what I'm going through is, is normal. Mm. But like for me at the time, it wasn't normal. Yeah. So it's like, you know, did I find the peace and the calm I needed to handle it at the time? Not exactly. Mm. I mean, you know, um, but I, um, it was a process that I needed to understand and kind of like, you know, yeah. go through. Now I would be well, better well equipped. Do you think you took anything from that time and, and after you were ordained? Do you think you took anything that's helped? Um, definitely. I think like um, ordaining... Um, and it's like in any type of religion, um, any type of pilgrimage or any type of um, sense of where you find a sense of calm, a sense right. of peace, a sense of um, just being able to get yourself in a place where all the things around yeah. that you see distracts you or things that to be at, uh, to be honest, at the end of the day, there's really no meaning to like the drama that we see around us or the divisions that we see yeah. in every any type of religion that can put you in that in that place of peace and calm christianity um islam uh, buddhism i think um puts you in a different place so yeah. to answer your question 
I felt I was put in the place of uh, another level of calmness and, and peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, it sounds nice. That's but beautiful. I, I have I have one like random question because I read somewhere online when you ordain and your final training as a monk is to actually spend a night in the cemetery. Is it true? I think it depends on the level of um, the level of that journey that you want to take. So um, to answer your question, yes, it's true for um, for people who want to take that journey in their ordainment. Um, it's part of the enlightenment um, process because you need to be able to see everything as um, like a, a consistent. Uh, everything's just like uh, whether you see bodies, you see bodies that are alive, bodies that have you know that are no longer alive. You're, you need to, um, being able to see everything at this one consistency yeah. puts mm-hmm. you in a place where you understand life. Um, wow. If you understand it, uh, if you see it that way. So, um, yeah, I, it, it is true that it is a journey for people who do go into ordainment. I didn't um, take it to that level. No, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah. That would be scary. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I think it's like there's a lot of stories. I, I've heard stories from friends who've like taken that route where it's like, you know, they've had to, um, you know, uh, stay in the cemetery, stay in close quarters of the cemetery just to be able to put themselves in a situation to overcome fears or overcome situations that, like, in an, any everyday situation, a person wouldn't like would want to be put in that situation yeah it like it really tests your um you know your mental capacity yes i yeah oh, sorry i'm off it's okay yeah. no no it's fine it's just yeah, yeah. i i can i can understand the uh, yeah 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 um do you want to do some more fan questions or yeah. actually okay. this question is really good so aj low is asking mm. what type of scary southeast asian stories um to be made or already made that you would like to either read, watch, listen, or play in. Like play as in like appear as an actor or a host in. Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, I mean, there's there's several stories that I've um, that I've read um, that I've, I feel are really interesting, but I can't share it because like basically they haven't been made yet. Mm. Ah. But so I have to share something that hasn't, that I can share that I would want to. Um, okay, to compartmentalize, like take away from like anything that's personal yeah. and something that's more like entertaining. I've always wanted to play some, like a character that's a bit, you know, deranged, psychotic, mm. um, maybe like something to the extent of like Dexter or Hannibal. Mm. I knew you were going to say Dexter. <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, where I'm coming from with that is just like, it's just, I just find it completely challenging. Right. To, to, and then I think what would be, ext- I've always been one about like, you know, um, how you see people on the surface, but they're not, they're, people aren't always how they are on the surface. So like yeah. the fact that, people see this image of like this nice guy this yeah. like you know like um he can be your brother your next door neighbor uh your boyfriend you know like someone like the everyday average joe but then there's so much going on you know yeah. so yeah. many layers and like this, this he's just like all messed up so mm. i'm like oh, that would be really interesting to play um in terms of something that's more paranormal mm. is there any stories that i would want to 
want it want to be told or want to play want it to be kind of on a screen i'm trying to think of any like ghost stories uh hmm hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There... I can't share it too. It's fine. Yeah, you can tell us after. Uh, I'll tell you guys after. Clearly, yeah. but but maybe maybe uh something for the fans, something for the fans. Mm. Well, I well I want to play something psychotic, but mm. I think that's so like against of what I'd go through personally. <laughs> <laughs> And then any ghost stories? Um, I don't know. Um, I think so many ghost stories have been told, but I think there's a lot of like um. A lot of the Thai stories are are really mm. really interesting. I know I have like a lot of personal. I think what I would want to do is probably do my own reenactments of my own incredible like oh, tales wow. stories. That Producers, would be really interesting. If you're listening out there, like you know? for for example, like sort of um, what I shared about um, mm. the that that incident with my brother. Mm. It's like I have a l many stories. Mm. So whether Whether I bring that to the screen, playing myself on on screen, which would be interesting, mm -hmm. um, maybe that would even look more more real to life, or mm, yeah. or direct it myself, that would be really cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see Art doing it. Definitely. <laughs> that that answers a question I was going to ask later on. Would you ever do like another season of Incredible Tales or a similar anthology series? And Well, there you go. There I go. I, yeah, that's I, incredible tales. Yep, that's incredible tales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. final season. <laughs> the final season. That doesn't yeah. sound ominous at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next question from the fans. Yeah, from the fans. They right. really have a lot of questions. <laughs> you have a lot of fans. Oh my God. Oh, so this is pretty simple. JM is asking, when can you go to the Philippines again? <laughs> oh, I. You have legions of fans. I over there. definitely want to go to the Philippines like soon. I think it's um it's just a matter of time because I just came back from um a press junket in mm. uh, in Mumbai, so I was with there with like uh, the journalists from from the Philippines too. Mm. So um I don't know. I feel like things sort of connect from one to another. So never know. I should be in the Philippines soon. I I miss the Philippines. I I I actually miss the whole entire um the, um. Uh, region because mm. of the fact of being here based in Singapore mm. back in the day and it was like you know the golden era of music television yeah. being based here allowed me to um, be in and out of our neighboring countries like the Philippines Vietnam Malay Indo all the time mm. so um, one of the things that I really miss about that time is being able to be in these different you know countries and cultures and um, mm. environments Nice. That kind of leads me to one of the fan questions that I want to ask um, mm. from Nadia. Um, she wants to know whether there, whether you experienced anything while you were at MTV. Was there any? Oh, I have stories from there. I have a lot of stories during <laughs> MTV, but it's like MTV would be more of uh, the experiences like 
similar to what I shared with like uh, about my brother. It's like, yeah. it's like in and around the time I was with MTV because right. it's like you have like going back to the previous answer I um, I gave you guys about how missing like you know traveling, but on the other side of traveling is traveling to very strange places, yeah. um, foreign places, untouched, unseen places. Yeah. Also brought me to having. Uh, different types of experiences mm. right. also brought me to bringing people along with me to have those experiences. Mm. One of the things that's like notorious for me, it's quite um, interesting, is that um, if like if you're if you're around me a lot, you you know um, about these things that I experience. Yeah. So it's like you would hear a lot of stories. My friends hear a lot of stories. The producers, the team. Um, and a lot of people around me who have never had the experience, like, you know, they'll connect to hearing about it through me. Mm. But a lot of people who never had it, a lot of times end up having this, these experiences being with me. Nice. Yeah. Right. So it's like to the point where it's like I've had like past producers who like, you know, they'll curse me. Like, you know, yeah. God damn, like I've never had a single experience since I was, you know, and now it's like, what? <laughs> mm. So... Well, now I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he already said in this place, this, oh, yeah, this yeah. studio no, is no. clean. We're good, we're good. We're good, we're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good. We're Unless good. We, we can, you know, go do a trip somewhere. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then we'll sure. find out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, okay. That, Random question. Like, you've traveled quite extensively, right? Where, which country in Southeast Asia have you encountered the most? Well, that's very... Um, evident like thailand mm -hmm. you know thailand i've experienced probably the most mm. um probably because i spent um much more time there and much more time in and around places mm. in thailand whether it's like in the city itself mm. or like outside the city so i've experienced um the most in in thailand second second would be singapore like um i wouldn't s really really singapore i think no singapore Second, I I think it's overall it's kind of like spaced out. Mm. Yeah, mm. I would say okay. I I can bundle it together like a package. <laughs> mm. So I would say like um, the bundle package would be like you know Southeast Asia. Mm. Yeah, I, I like course. how Thailand's like clearly the leader by a mile. Yep, I mean clearly he, he, he spends a lot of time. <laughs> but yeah. I but I know given that if I was like based in Indonesia or Malaysia oh, or, man. or the Philippines. Um, my experience would be equally the same as being in Thailand because I there's something about Southeast Asia. Um, I think because how our cultures um, and everything in terms of our mm. urban uh, mm. myths and legends and stories, it's like it's very there's a lot of intricacies. Yeah, and there's a lot of different ceremonials and rituals. Yeah, um, that's part of the individual cultures yeah. Yeah. and because of those individual individual cultures you have a lot of underlying black magic and yeah. and things that it's at a whole new at it's like yeah a, it's at other levels yeah mm. yeah it's definitely way scarier than <laughs> yeah then yeah. then then our western counterparts yeah definitely yeah. They, they they make they kind of make fun of it actually <laughs> i remember going to estonia right? oh Eastern European country and they have like this huge castle mm. and apparently there's a spirit that lingers after 9, 9 p.m. Specifically That's 9 p.m. It's a headless horseman kind of spirit. Right. It's the usual thing and then they make 
made it into like a like a tourist thing. Oh, okay. They monetized it. <laughs> so you have to pay to stay after dark. Yeah. To see the headless horseman. Yeah, you, you couldn't pay me to stay in some of the, <laughs> the creepier spots in Southeast Asia. I mean, no, then no. if you take that context, right, and then you apply it to, I don't know, like Malaysia. Yeah. Like you want to see the yellow wash wagon, you have to pay like five bucks to see the yellow wash wagon on the nope. highway, Karak nope. Highway. Nope. Nope, right? <laughs> nope, nope, right? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> it's all right. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, do we want <laughs> so many fan questions? <laughs> no, actually, I think he, he answered like the most asked question, which is like any experience on yeah. Incredible Tales. Oh yeah, that yeah. I jumped into it. Oh yeah, yeah. He jumped, so, he jumped yeah, into it. He I jumped, jumped into straight it. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so uh, for me, right, uh, I do have one question, which is like you mentioned that it's been a while now since you have like last experience. Mm. Yeah. Well, I now my experiences are more. Um, it's more like kind of sensing the mm. situation, right. um, rather than having that. Um, that level of being taken over mm. or like that possession, mm. um, I don't have those uh, experiences anymore. Mm. Um, and I think it's it's how I'm more well equipped to handle it. Yep. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like when was the last time you actually seen something? I think it's, I, I, I see like, I sense and I can see, but I don't fully see. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When I choose that? to not fully see. <laughs> when, when was the last time that you? I think it's like um, probably uh, maybe I don't know, like maybe two two years ago. Yeah, mm. oh, wow. two three years ago. So since then, you have learned like ways to protect yourself and all. Yeah, I I've learned like over the course of two years. No, I think the whole process. Mm. Ha- it's like it's always it's always been the process, mm. you know, mm. because the thing is like, um, I, I um. I think it's like a it's an it's it's an individual sort of experience, mm-hmm. and um, I, like if you talk to someone else, they would um, who has the same sort of like third eye, they might have a different take on it than yeah. myself. But um, I can only share from my own personal take. Like for me, it's like I feel, you know, you you um, if you understand it, because I didn't really understand it before. I didn't wasn't really equipped. I just understood like I just see things and mm, I experience right. things. I must be like you know a, a medium or whatnot. I have no mm, idea. Mm. But I think when you understand it well, and then you're well equipped with um with you know spiritual teachers mm. or um who guide you along the way, you realize that well at the end of the day you have a right to safeguard yourself. Mm. Yeah. It's like just like you know as, as simple as living in the physical world, mm. you have a choice to let people come in mm. or or not. Mm. Some people will still try a way to break in yeah. and that that's something that's out of your control and then you still have to protect yourself. Yeah. So I think um, that's where I'm trying to share in terms of like the um, the spiritual world. It's like you have the same limitations as well. So I think I'm more well equipped to have um, have those borders. Mm. And um, it's worked for me, but mm. also acknowledge um, and be able to kind of uh, sympathize mm. and be able to, in some ways, um, maybe send light or send um, positive energy back to. Because I think at the end, of the day, it's like you're dealing with sort of like a different dimension and mm. that has a lot of 
unresolved yeah. um, issues. Mm. So if you see it from a sympathetic um, point of view, um, whereas before it's like it's, it was quite you know uneasy. I'm scared. I'm yeah. why is this happening? And then you yeah. when you see it from a point of view where it's like you have a lot of lingering energies because they can't yeah. move on, mm. and then um, the way that they're they're still lingering because they might be put in that place because of where they were before you know um how they ended up there like how they passed away it's like it's kind of like the hdb flat that's nearby it's kind of like um it's it's unresolved yeah 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 i mean even in even if it's resolved right uh from my 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 own like understanding of certain religions uh sometimes the soul like the soul of the departed has already moved on, but there is a part of the soul that remains. That's why cemeteries, they will always be super duper packed with spirits. That's the people that have actually moved on. They have, mm. you know, uh, reincarnated. A part of the soul is still there. So there is still, in fact, that spirit. And that's that's what I've learned recently. Actually. I, I love how you described it as super duper packed with spirits. <laughs> to make it sound like a party. <laughs> yeah, it so, is. It is a party. Yeah. I mean, um, you, you talk about like, mentors and and people who've helped you along the way how did you go about finding these people or was there like a certain point where you thought to yourself i need to go look for them um i think they came like organically along the way and it's like also like you know i i do a lot of reading and a lot of um online reading physical book reading or even like you know it just maybe sometimes i'll end up in in you know uh a church or uh a monastery um it's like i'm kind of just kind of kind of added all the yeah uh, all, all the different informations to kind of uh, help me out and then it's like you know um and kind of pick and choose what works for me mm. yeah mm. wow yeah. You know, I, I mean like i mean to go deeper into what you're asking me it's like yes i have dabbled in in like you know um what's it like hypno uh with i've had like hypno there uh therapy sessions into delving to past past lives um and i've you know i've had that experience um to kind of understand myself better um in terms of like a a different whole level Mm, of like you know um and then also um finding help because i think at one point in time it was like really intense my experiences yeah. so mm. i needed to find a means to understand what was going on and everything yeah mm. Mm. so yeah. it's 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 just one journey that you've been taking well i i've had this ever since i was young yeah. so it's like you know i think when it becomes a a situation where you can't handle or manage it effectively it does affect your physical uh uh, physical life your experiences and because the thing is it's like because if you don't know how to manage it it kind of it can take control and over manage you yeah Yeah. speaking of like like take control and over manage right like what is the scariest thing that you have ever saw um i don't know they everything's just kind of like jumbled together i don't I'm trying to think what's the scariest thing. I don't think there's any score or experience. Well, there's there's one, but it's like it's going to be another long story. So um, I think the I'll, I'll just give you an overall like um, answer. Sure. I think the scariest for me would be um, probably being possessed because it's like you know um, you 
you're not in control of what's going like you know a, a different entity a different personality has taken over you yeah mm. so that's pretty scary you know um to be speaking in a different voice mm. you know or you know it's that's pretty scary um because it's like you're embodying something that's not you mm. so um and I've had many of those experiences that I can't really like pick one that's more scary than the other. I, um, I just think the most scary for me, it's like when the spirits are so uh, uh, restless that it's very negative and very heavy mm-hmm. and very dark. Mm. Yeah. Because to be honest, like if you're not able to manage it, that darkness actually creeps in and affects you in your real life. Mm-hmm. And it affects your behavior, your moods, your emotions, mm. and you don't realize that it's because um, you're you have this um, other layer of energies yeah. on top of you. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So it's like quite like, deep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so it's, it is. it's like losing control, but like on a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like okay in the physical world. Yeah. If you have toxic relationships, yeah. mm. toxic friends, does that weigh you down? Yeah. It weighs you down. Yeah. Basically, it it affects you. It affects your um, it affects your personality. It affects your emotions. It affects your per, um, behavior without you knowing it. So you put that on a paranormal level. Yeah, that's another weight. Mm. And and you can, you might not be able to define or understand it, but it's adding weight because um, something's being uh, you're attracting something or something's clinging on to you. So yeah. yeah. So wow. you mentioned that you, you actually remember how you felt when you, you were possessed. Mm-hmm. Were you always like lucid? Like were you seeing what this thing is doing? Yeah. So how does it feel like? Are you like above yourself, seeing yourself? No, it's like you're, you're, you're inside, but you don't, you, you don't, con- you're going to get to control. Yeah. It's different now. Oh, like as, I, as we speak now, I'm in control. <laughs> oh. But it's like when I didn't know how to... Um, when I didn't understand it, um, I wasn't in control. Yeah. Wow. That must must have been really scary. I think it's scarier for people who are in front of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> who, <yeah>. are, <laughs> who are but like your brother. <laughs> who are like holding <laughs> the phone and like Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Wow. But it has never happened like in a professional setting, sorry. It's mostly like in the personal setting, like when you're off work and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Wow, that's that's quite quite scary. I've I've seen possessions for mm-hmm. like like I I can't talk about it because mm. it's a very personal thing and and it's still going on. Yeah. Because you know I, I'm not sure if you know like when when this kind of things when they are going on and it's unresolved you can't talk about it. When you talk about it you're actually giving the entity energy, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. I was warned to not talk about it, but I always briefly mention it because when I started Ghost Maps I was a firm non-believer. Like. Yeah. Mm, Almost on the level of atheist, yeah. But that happened uh, shortly after, like a year after when we started the podcast, and I've seen it with my my bare eyes. I was like, "No, no, no! This cannot be! This cannot be! This this guy is lying to me!" And I tried to fight it, mm. uh, and yeah, it is actually <laughs> happening. And and strangely enough, when when this kind of thing happens, right, there will always be like a master that's yeah. nearby. I I don't know if it's fated. So there was this guy who obviously has the third eye. And in Singapore, when people get possessed, right, they, they will trash, they will trash around, like in general, like. So it looks like he's drunk. Yeah. Right? And uh, we, we told this guy, like, oh no, he's just drunk. 
like yeah, so that the cops don't get involved. But that guy, for some weird reason, was there at the right time at twelve a.m. Looked at us and said, "Yeah, that's that's not, yeah, that's not drunk. He's not drunk. Mm. He's not drunk. I can see what's inside him." Yeah. And then we we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, eventually it got, it got, you know, it got, it got settled. But that was when I started believing, like, "Oh my god, maybe there are certain things that we can't explain <laughs> in this world." Like yeah. really. Yeah. Well, there's so many things that we can't explain. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can start another twenty podcast to yeah. talk about that, <laughs> or like you know, do another spinoff. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah. I I do like what you were saying just now about like even though it's you can't explain it, but you've tried to understand it at the mm-hmm. very least, try to empathize with it. Yeah, um, I think that's the best you can do is try to find a connection and understanding what's going on and everything. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's right. yeah. So, Win, do you wanna? We can we can lighten this up with the next question. Next oh question yeah, for is, sure, for sure. Is taking a step back from from you know this very deep conversations um just broadly speaking favorite horror movies favorite horror books favorite horror games even oh um well like i think one of my all-time um not i i, I think it's a standout for me because i feel it, it um having watched it at that time mm-hmm. it gave me shivers was uh, shudder from thailand oh mm. yeah um, our favorite yeah shudder i think it's like it was quite it's very it was very different from what you watched yeah. and what and and the stories that were told at time so that shudder is always a standout for me mm. um and i mean like growing up it's like it's it's those story like you know the exorcist and and stuff like that which was i think the exorcist is for everyone yeah. yep. who's watched the Definitely. exorcist yeah um would be freaked out by it. The Poltergeist series, only because of the fact that the amount of actors who um, passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just crazy. That's a whole nother level of like craziness. But I mean, like for a favorite, probably like Shudder uh, definitely stands out for me. Mm, um, yeah. Books. Books, I like, I don't really read ghosts. Uh, it's like, for me, it's like I go like to, you know, serial killers and stuff like that. Mm. I, it's like, I just, I don't know why I'm like intrigued by the psychosis or the psychological, um, you know, intricacies of how, what puts a person into that mind frame to want to do all that like deranged stuff so that's that's like sort of it used to be my go-to i don't go to them anymore because i feel like it just brings me to a a dark place i'm Mm. trying to be in a much lighter place these days Mm. i mean speaking of dark place uh, would you say that like being yeah the quote-unquote like the one of the horror guy guys of southeast asia actually gave you a lot more darkness because you made like 104 episodes of Incredible mm. Tales. Well, I think um, like when you're when you're telling stories that has dark and light, mm. it's going to affect you somehow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah. I mean, that's part of like, you know, of being human. It's like we have dark and yeah. we have light. Yeah. We just need to be able to balance it out and understand. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But mm. last night um, I took I took a bus. Mm. And um, and I shared with my friend here who uh, who was here with me, and I was really traumatized because um, I think I took it like like it was like right before midnight from mm. um, where was I near the Esplanade going 
around the Katong area. And the bus in front of us, like it drove really fast and that actually ran over a per- ran over a person. Uh, and then um, it was very traumatic because mm. I sat on the upper deck in the front. So I is, c- is the bus in front of you? Yeah. As someone was like crossing, I realized how, f- well, I've always realized this ever since I lived in Singapore, how crazy drivers are generally <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and bus drivers. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but um, it was just very traumatic to see that. Um, and that's dark. Yeah. And it's like, you know, um, but, and I was just really affected by it. And then plus like, you know, I think this is like kind of leads to what you were asking about, you know, um, and what you guys are asking about incredible tales about, you know, the darkness and the light. And it's like, I think I find myself in like, um, in, in, an, in a place where it's like, I don't know, it's my own piece, but you know, mm. I just had to really kind of after I, um, eventually a light where I had to, and I had to give myself a moment mm. and actually just kind of, uh, connect to what happened and this kind of send like the most posi- positive energy and light to to what just happened yeah yeah but it's terrible that was just terrible yeah. it was the last night this is last night oh <laughs> this is oh. last yeah. yeah yeah and i think um in some ways it's because in the past because of the experience i have i feel it's really easy for energies and spirits to just latch on yeah yeah um and then for me it's like i um it's it's a continued journey to be able to manage and handle and go like um i you know i uh it happened i saw uh i receive and now i give you know i think it's that's my personal you know Mm. i give what i can that's very zen yeah actually yeah yeah but we we should learn a bit about that because ever since we started making horror content Weird things have happened. Yeah. 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 What well, what you invite that. Um, yeah. I mean like I knew coming here, um, we're taught we're opening up like sort of like yep. a portal. So yep. we do. Yeah. Yep. We we do have listeners from the beyond. And I'm sure the Incredible Tales they do have viewers, viewers from the beyond as well. Yeah. Which is quite normal actually. And not all are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are just like, oh, we're just watching. Yeah. I that actually leads me to a question I was wondering yeah. as well. Like, have you had experiences where because you talk about like you know the the you can feel that it's a negative presence Mm -hmm. have you had experiences where weirdly enough you've felt something positive from yeah well i've had uh, different types of experiences from like you know playfulness from like you know children yeah Mm. being playful Mm. overly playful you know (laughs) um tugging and you know and laughing uh like it's just like humans mm-hmm. like humans we have there's so many different flavors of people in the physical world you know you have people who are you know just deranged very negative yeah. very positive very playful very happy very content um i've had like you know the you know the different types of experiences did you know like immediately when it was happening that oh this is not a negative experience or were you like what's going on well i think that's where i sense energies where it's like um if i go into a place and i can just feel that okay this is okay so then mm-hmm. you know the energies are okay. okay or you go into a place where the energies are not okay and then i mean like there are there are places that you know we don't even need to figure we don't even need to kind of break down whether this is going to be negative or positive you just know it's like yeah. you know if you go to like the you know um 
the is it the Old Changi Hospital or yeah yep. yep. you just know what you, you're gonna yeah, walk into you just know yeah. you just know um, so there's no alluding to the fact that it's like oh you know it's like you, you just know mm. so a lot of times if you go into a place where you know it's like it, there's a lot of history yep. you just know okay. or there's a lot of um, pain torture it, 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 it it's just it. there yeah. yeah have you been to the Saton Tower. What, the what tower? The Saturn Saturn Tower in Bangkok. No, I haven't That's been the, there. That's the haunted one, the black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I haven't been to that one. You've you been to Old Changi Hospital? Yeah, we we've shot that shot there before. Yeah. It's dark, right? Yeah, it's dark. It's really dark. <laughs> yeah. you, do you know that they're gonna turn it into an observatory? Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, to to look at stars. <laughs> well, maybe that might be good for the spirits. <laughs> no, I mean maybe. Maybe that would be good for them. It they, they gives them like new energy. <laughs> yeah. They can, you know, aim for the stars. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not even joking when I say this, but like maybe that change of environment yeah. kind of refreshes things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's the government that's, you know, doing the project, I'm sure they have a way to. Yeah. I agree with, with Kyle because um, a way of doing it, it's like you pay respects to. Yeah. Um, you know, to the vicinity, the venue, and then you kind of bring new energies and, you know, you kind of yeah. do a send off. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing about being a secular country in Singapore. You know, we respect all race and religion, right? Yeah. So I have seen firsthand like how they have managed it, which is pretty cool. When they moved the, the you know, the Bukit Brown Cemetery, which is one of the oldest cemeteries, uh, they, they moved the gate the the old gates uh from the original position to the new position because they yeah. built a highway across the cemetery, they actually had the engineers to pray, mm. so that they can move it because of the history that's there. Yeah. So mm. moving on, we need to do a bit of fan service. Definitely, I'm asking for the fans. I'm yep. sure they have asked. Would you consider hosting Incredible Tales again? or even any other supernatural anthology series if given the chance yes of course that's like a automatic yes yeah hmm. like how many more would you do i don't think i would put like a like a number to it but like i'm i'm always open to that um i feel anything that connects people um i think i did i, I shared with you guys yes yeah about, please do yeah please share, I, yeah. I, I shared with you guys how um when we first got in touch with each other yep. And then I had this random, random DM um, on yep. Instagram. How um, I I think she's Singaporean, and, mm. and then she's working with us, with the senior citizens here. Mm. And she shared how the seniors um, and the aunties and uncles they come together and they bond over telling stories, mm. um, whether it's their own stories or stories um, that they've heard, and it's it creates a lot of excitement and then she just wanted to reach out to tell me how much of this uh, incredible tales has inspired um, the uncles and aunties to come up with their own little communities and I brought this up with you guys yep. I, it, like next yeah. time I come down it would be really awesome to maybe connect with her yeah. oh, wow, and then yeah. go um, meet the uncles and aunties oh, wow, and yeah. this is an ex extension of answering your question mm. like if I ever want to do it and I think it's because of the whole fact that it brings the community together Mm -hmm. And I always, um, I'm like always huge on how to bring people together and how to, you know, up. I mean, like you, you might be telling these really scary stories, but then you're bringing people together. Yeah, so exactly. it's like, it's a, it's a feel good thing at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've always talked about how, like, especially in Southeast Asia, it's horror is 
one of the things that really connects us across yeah. all these countries. As yeah, well. across all the, the different races, the different religions, yeah. the different cultures, right? Yeah. It, it unifies us. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, think we, I think we really started to notice that when we realized like some of these creatures that you see, in different countries, they share similar mm. traits. Yeah. So yeah, we're like, oh, yeah. there's something there. Like the the Pa Chiao Kui share certain similarities to Miss P, whom yep. I will not mention her name because it's at night. Yeah. And he also shares certain similarities to a, 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 a Thai female ghost. What's the name? Nang Tani. Nang Tani. Yeah. Mm. So so there, there is some cross culture, which is kind of sweet, you know, yeah. in, the, in that sense. It's, it's, it's very, it's very unifying and very <laughs> universal yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. With that said, right, like you, you guys heard it first, uh, if Incredible Tales is going to happen again and please, please, please make it happen. Please make it happen. Ah, it's going to appear and all the fans will love it and we'll definitely be the first one to watch. Yeah. Or it could be another extension of something like Incredible Tales. Yeah. It might be the first season of Dead Air on location. On location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Never know. Maybe, maybe. If you yeah. guys want to, you know, get up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he could even direct some of the horror shows. I could. Yeah, he could, right? And then I we we can co-direct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could uh, like um, yeah. We could we could make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have two last questions. Okay, one question that we always ask all our guests: What scares you the most? For <laughs> us, it's really stupid. It could be. We are horror guys. We are afraid of house lizards. Yeah. Terrified um, of house lizards. Like legit, I'm not even joking. I'm terrified <laughs> of house lizards. <laughs> Um, for me, it's like cockroaches. <laughs> nice. For me, it's cockroaches. I'm good with lizards. I love lizards. I, I can just pick them up. and Oh. oh. Like, I love them. They're really, they're really cute. Um, <laughs> cockroaches, on the other hand, I don't know. It's because their, their whole body moves, like their heads. And it's like, and then it's like the flying ones. Those yeah. are the ones that freak the hell out of me. Yeah. 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 I, that's, yeah, I, I'm not good with, Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll be jumping on the couch and the table with. Yeah. Look, I, I, we, we've established that the two of us are better with cockroaches, but like you said, the flying ones. Nobody's the hero when the cockroach. That's fine. <laughs> Me, no one. I smacked one in the face. All right, fine. Before. Aside from Kyle, nobody's the hero when the cockroach starts flying. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah. So cockroaches. Good. <laughs> they, they, that, no, no. To be fair, that's a good balance. You know, us with the lizards, you with the cockroaches. Good balance. So, ah. What projects are you involved in now that yeah. we can check out? Um, well, I'm back in doing a lot more things in front of the camera. I mean, like, um, there's there are times when like um, people are wondering what I'm doing. So it's like um, in the past, I, I don't know, past decade since I've been back in Thailand, since I left Singapore, I've been in and out of like um, of producing. I've been behind the camera, so mm-hmm. I've like worked with uh, different uh, corporate companies. I've been like at one point in time, I was working for a music streaming. Um, uh, app mm. and I was uh, kind of more or less replicating the MTV Channel V generation, yeah. but on the app. So we, we I was producing, um, creating the shows, the mm. you know the countdown, the music video count, uh, the music countdown, um, going and inter- interviewing the artists, having the artists perform weekly performances. Mm-hmm. But everything wow. was visually um, on the app. So nice. I was doing that for um, some time, and then doing digital content for um, probably the equivalent of um, uh, the star, like a star hub in Singapore called mm. True. True is a telco and yeah, yeah. a huge like um, 
conglomerate in uh, in Thailand. So, like, long story short, I'm not going to bore you, but a lot of people don't know that I have corporate experience and that when I'm kind of gone and what's happened to us is because, you know, I'm, like, wearing a corporate hat. Mm. But now um, I'm back because I know a lot of people miss me and I, I also miss being um, being connected to people. So I'm a lot more uh, focused on doing more events and more TV projects. I just wrapped up um, a TV series, which happens to be a thriller mm. and has paranormal um, elements on this platform called VIEW, um, V-I-U. And the series is called Shadow, S-H-A-D-O-W, Shadow. So, um very appropriate. Yes. <laughs> very appropriate. Yes. Very appropriate. Yeah. Very appropriate for my return. So, yeah. um, it's a it's a very intense and like you know, it's a mystery and and thriller too. Who do you so play? I play a headmaster and um a headmaster and all boys all boys school, and there's a lot of things happening in the school. Is it set in Thailand? It's set in Thailand. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So. They always have like the school that is like a little bit creepy. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody is like yeah. a bit mysterious yeah. and then like something's yes. not right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm looking forward to it. Very, very apt return. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very apt return. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can actually um, see the trailer to it on the, um, it's on the View Thailand Instagram. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, I'll show it to you guys in a bit. We'll oh. drop it in the link. Yeah, down sure. Below. Yeah. Yeah. So where can we find you online? Um, what the art? <laughs> not the f bomb. Yes, yeah. but I love, love that, that handle. I, I love it's, it's that not the handle. F-bomb. It's like it's what the art. Um, that's my handle. Um, on YouTube, it's at Atsada U T T S A D A. Um, on TikTok, I forgot. I think it's my full name. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, the the one with the blue tick. Yeah, that, yeah. that should probably be. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I'm also doing um. Just to um, wrap it up, I am. I started like doing a vlog, interviewing people, mm, but nice. it's like it's very raw. It's like compared to your setup, nah, it's like super nah, raw. Nah. Um, but you can find that on my Instagram and on YouTube as well. What was it about? Well, I just wanted to have real conversations because I think um, people are so used to seeing me with big productions, and I just mm. wanted to take it a notch back and just mm. be real. Mm. So it's like you know, um, it's like me connecting with anyone I find interesting or just like with people right. I've worked with like for example um, I have had like a session with like Sebastian Sim with mm. Ross mm. Um, Mike Kasem mm. just talking about how like um, MTV last year came to uh, MTV Asia um, came to its final run yeah. Yeah. or um, it's just like connecting with fami- familiar faces or colleagues I've worked with or just people that I find that kind of speaks to the generation I mean in Thailand um, I talked to this content creator who um was talking about uh i I think i also talked to one here in singapore too about um about the mental how like covid and everything has affected Mm. people mentally yeah so being um aware of how this can affect you so um you know just different topics awesome yeah it's really interesting yeah yeah thank you so much for being on our show thank you guys yeah maybe the next time you come on our show is a new season of incredible tales or another horror show yeah yeah we will host you want you want to do the you want to do like your sign off the sign off okay <laughs> you, you just have okay, to give it to the fans they are they are waiting for it <laughs> okay.
I can't do it with a straight face. <laughs> 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 okay, we'll try, we'll try. Okay, we'll try. This has been Dead Air. <laughs> nice. I don't know how we can do our own sign off after that. Yeah, we can't talk <laughs> like, that. We'll try, we'll try. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go in. Um, so now I'm going to do like my own little. Yeah. Yeah. So new episodes of Ghost Maps go online every second and fourth Thursday of the month on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and all major platforms. New episodes of Dead Air go online every 13th of the month from on YouTube. today. From today. Um, to make sure you never miss an episode of either, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. That's one word W E A R E H A N T U. If you would like to share your own stories that could inspire future episodes of Ghost Maps, you can reach us through the contact form on hantu.sg or message us directly through Facebook and Instagram. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon at patreon.com slash wearehantu. One, two, three. And remember, just because they're stories, it doesn't mean they're not true. All right, good night, everyone. Thank you, guys. Good night. Bye, guys. If you want to stay up to date on Hantu, and listen to our other podcasts like Ghost Maps, subscribe now, and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Hantu or click the links in the description. Dead Air is a Hantu production, hosted by Kai Ong and Win Ray, with album art by Jolin Lim, and recorded on Audio Technical Mics. <laughs>